Hello, family and friends. I'm excited today for day three of Shelby. She's a blessing to have. I have three wonderful girls and a wonderful son. And so my wife and I are blessed and thankful for all my children. And Shelby, thanks for being with us. And we're going to pray today and get started. Father, we're so thankful. You're a good God. You're a merciful God. You're a loving God. And Father, all things are possible when we believe in you. You're the God of possibilities. So we thank you, Father, that you're not a God up there with a big hammer just ready to slam us over the head. Father, you are a God of love, but you will correct us in your love, just like any good parent. And you are the ultimate example of a great father. So we're thankful for that, Father. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on that cross. And thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit to guide us, to protect us, to be our comforter and our helper. So we thank you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, Shelby, I'm going to kick it over to you. Thanks, Dad. So just a quick recap of what we've been talking about for the last couple days. We've been discussing whether or not we're living lives as casual Christians or committed Christians. And so I challenge you to examine yourself and see if there's anything in your life that you're putting before Jesus. Because as believers, we should put God first in our life. And I know it's easy to get distracted with the things of this world. So I'm preaching to you guys as much as I am to myself because we always, every day, have the opportunity to choose to serve Jesus or to chase after the world. And so we're going to talk about living strong for Jesus some more. So yesterday I discussed a couple of ways to spend time growing in our relationship with Jesus. The first one was to spend time in prayer. It's really important that we seek God and we not only spend time talking to him, but we let him talk back too. Sometimes we got to be quiet and be still and put away the distractions for a little bit and just wait on God. Because if we let all those distractions in the way, then it's hard to hear from the Lord. A second way that we can grow in our relationship with Christ is by spending time in the Bible. We got to read the Bible if we want to get to know God. It's it's his roadmap. So, we got to we got to follow God's roadmap for our life. The third way that we can grow in our relationship with Christ is to listen to the preached word of God, which is by being at church and sitting under a good pastor that preaches out of the Bible. So, Hebrews 10:25 says in the New King James version, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. So right there, we're not supposed to forsake going to church. We're supposed to go. That's the opportunity that we get to learn. Romans ten seventeen says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if we want to grow in our faith, we got to listen to the preached word of God. I also love how in Hebrews ten twenty five it says that we're to exhort one another when we're at church. You know, church isn't just about us growing in our walk with the Lord, but we might be there to encourage somebody else. You may not know what somebody else is going through, but we're to go to church and and look to encourage people. And we all have a, a natural family. You were born into this world, but when you go to church, you're with your spiritual family. And so it's very important that we treat our spiritual family with respect and we're there for each other and encouraging. Amen. A fourth way that we can grow in our relationship with Christ is to spend time in praise and worship and thanking Him. So in terms of thanking the Lord, in Deuteronomy chapter 8 in the Amplified Classic, God tells us to earnestly remember all the things God has done for us. Earnestly remember. So we need to look back and and remember those things that God has done for us and give Him the glory, the honor, and we should praise Him and thank Him. I know God's done some wonderful things for me in my life, and 
if you had a good set of parents, hopefully your parents raised you to be thankful, right? Because if somebody does something for you, it's respectful to thank them. And so sometimes people treat God like they just put him on the back burner and they only use him when they need him. But God's not a vending machine. We don't. We shouldn't only just go to him when we need something. We should also thank him when, he, when he's doing stuff for us. And it should be a good relationship where we're respectful to him and we give him praise for what he's done. Psalm 6930 says in the Amplified Classic, I will praise the name of God with a song and magnify him with thanksgiving. So we're to praise the Lord and we're to magnify him with thanksgiving. So just to recap those four points, Deuteronomy 8 says to keep the commandments of the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and reverently fear him. So how do we do what this verse says? How do we obey God and walk in his ways and honor him? If we spend more time doing the four things that I just talked about, praying, reading our Bibles, listening to the preach word of God by being at church and praising, worshiping, and thanking him, we will grow in our relationship with Christ. And in turn, this is going to help us live more strongly for him and we can be bolder. We can't expect to become closer to God if we aren't spending time with him. Think about that. I mean, you can't grow in your relationship with God if you're just ignoring him all the time, just like a relationship in the natural. You're not going to have a good marriage with your spouse if you're constantly ignoring each other. So we can't just ignore God and not spend time with him. If we want to grow, we got to spend time reading our Bible. We have to spend time in prayer, get in church, and praise him. That's all very important. If we fail to do those things, it hinders our walk with the Lord. Philippians 3.10 in the Amplified Bible says, For my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may become progressively more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonder of his person more strongly and more clearly, and that I may in some way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection. That is a really rich verse with a lot of stuff, so I'm going to read it again. Philippians 3.10 For my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may become progressively more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly, and that I may in some way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection. So to comment on this verse, I took an excerpt from one of Kenneth Copeland's devotionals that I've been reading every day, and he says, the more you fellowship with God around his word, the more you'll know the power outflowing from his resurrection, like that verse says. You'll develop joy. You'll develop faith. You'll start developing God's own characteristics just by fellowshipping with him. You'll begin to understand who you really are in Jesus. So I love that quote. You know, the more we spend time with God, we're going to have more joy. We're going to have more faith. We're going to start being able to imitate God because we're spending time in his word, so we're going to know more about him, and we're going to be able to really understand who we are in Christ, which is so important as a believer. So it's so important that we get to know the Lord so that we can live strongly for him. Like I mentioned before, we want to glorify God with our thoughts, with our words, and with our actions. We don't want to be hypocrites. It really upsets me sometimes in today's day and age that a lot of people in America say they're Christians and they don't live like it or they, aren't, they really aren't truly believers. And then that turns sinners off to God. We want to not be hypocrites for Jesus. We want to live strong for him with our thoughts, our words, and our actions so that sinners will come to know Jesus. Amen. We don't want to be casual Christians who are lukewarm for Jesus. We want to be on fire, completely committed followers of Jesus. And lastly, 
I want to read an excerpt from the book called God Chasers by Tommy Tenney. It's a really, really good book. Here's a prayer that he wrote. Father, I pray that a spiritual violence will grip our hearts, that you will turn us into warriors of worship. I pray that we will not stop until we break through the heavens, until there's a crack in the heavenlies, until there is an open heaven. Our cities and nation need you, Lord. We need you. We're tired of digging through the carpet for crumbs. Send us your hot bread from heaven. Send us the manna of your presence. And then he goes on to comment on that prayer, and he says, No matter what you need or feel you lack in your life, what you really need is him. And he's talking about Jesus. And the way to get to him is to get hungry. I pray that God will give you an impartation of hunger because that will qualify you for the promise of fullness. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So we need to pray and say, Lord, stir up a firestorm of hunger within me. So if we really want to grow in our walk with the Lord, we got to get hungry and we got to get passionate about it. And you know, not every day do I feel like serving God. There's days I don't feel like going to church, but you just got to tell your flesh to shut up and then I'm going to church anyway. Or there may be days you don't feel like reading your Bible or you don't feel like praying, but you got to get past that and just choose to do that anyway, because it's worth it. God wants to fill us with his knowledge and his love, and we got to make the effort to choose him every day and put him first. Amen. Great message, Shelby. If you would pray for our listeners. Father God, thank you so much for giving us your Bible, your roadmap for life. Help us to just dig into that word. It's it's so powerful. Help us to spend more time in prayer and and more, more time listening to the preach word of God by going to church and more time praising you and thanking you and worshiping your holy name. We're so grateful for you, Lord, and just help us to grow in our walk with you because, Lord, we know that as we seek you, we're going to grow in our walk because you want to fill us with your knowledge and your, your righteousness, and we're so grateful for that. And we love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Shelby. I know that it'll be a great blessing to many listeners across the country and the world. And so, so much appreciate you and love you. And thank you for being with us. And folks, if you want to contact our ministry, you can do so at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And And remember, remember, Jesus thought about you. you. On On the the cross cross at Calvary. Calvary.